Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to mini episode 263 of Real Life Ghost Stories. And I have two spooky stories for you today. And the last story comes from February the 1st, 2023. And story number one comes from Kaylee. When I was 14, I moved to live with my dad. I'd lived my entire life in the north of England up to this point, but moved to Dallas, Texas. Just to set the scene, we didn't live out in the sticks. It was a nice suburb outside of the city of Dallas. I liked living in Dallas and enjoyed school, but living with a mentally ill, narcissistic stepmother and her toddler was hard work, especially as my dad was often out of town for business. I got in trouble for basically anything and everything and it was extremely draining. The house was also a little soul-sucking, the energy in there just seemed off. I mentioned this to my dad and he did agree, but thought it could be that the shape of my room was more oblong instead of a traditional square room but I just couldn't shake the dreams off and always felt I was being watched when I was in my room. Not long after moving, I started having the same creepy dream a few times a week. In my dream, I would wake up feeling as though someone was in my room. I would sit up and there would be a teenage boy in my bathroom doorway staring at me. Oftentimes, he would have moved my TV from the centre of the wall to my bathroom doorway and be sat on top of that watching me. I would then wake up and peek out of my duvet absolutely terrified to look around and check that there really was nobody there and then check my clock and it was always the same time. This was around 20 years ago now and I can't remember the time exactly but it was something like 3.15am. I complained to my dad about these dreams but he just shrugged them off and blamed the layout of the room again. A little while after the dream started, I would hear footsteps walking up the wooden staircase and along the landing, stopping at my door. Again, I would ask my dad about it, and he said that it was him or my stepmom just listening to check that I was asleep. It was not, as I would have heard them go to bed earlier in the night. I just want to add that whilst all of this was going on, I was becoming incredibly sad and homesick and really just wanted to go back home to the UK. The following summer my sister came to visit for a month and she stayed in my room which had twin beds in it. The beds were separated by a small desk and a little vintage style partition which meant I could only see the end of my sister's bed. We had a nice time and often stayed up late in my room chatting and watching MTV or E! True Hollywood Stories. One particular night we both heard the steps walking up the stairs and across the landing. We stopped talking and both looked at the door expecting possibly my dad to open the door, although we had heard him go to bed earlier. Instead, the door handle turned and opened the door a little and shut itself. Nobody was there, nor were there any footsteps leaving. The next morning we asked our dad and he looked shocked, and then said, 
Yes, it was, it was absolutely him. During the last week of my sister's stay, I had the dream again, but this time something in me just wasn't scared. I felt peaceful and happy. Instead of cowering under my duvet, I sat up and looked around my room, but something looked different. It had an almost haziness to it. I checked the clock and sure enough it was 3.15. I looked at my sister in her bed and couldn't see any movement and I went back to sleep feeling happy. The next morning I woke up and went and got breakfast with my sister and she asked if someone had been in our room last night. I asked why and she said she felt something or someone in our room last night and she felt it sit on her legs and she couldn't move or shout to me. It absolutely terrified her. I told her what I had experienced. Again, my dad dismissed us. And I moved home shortly afterwards. Ten years later, I went to see a local psychic and the very first thing he said to me when I sat down was, I just want to say that you were right. That room was haunted and that night that you weren't scared anymore, all of your ancestors were there keeping you safe and showing you how loved you are. I broke down crying. I'd never posted about this on socials or anything. There is no way he could have known. I've spoken to my dad about that house in recent years. They've moved a few times since and he fully admits that it wasn't him walking up the stairs in the middle of the night or opening the door and that the house was indeed creepy. He also told me that my stepbrother had some terrifying experiences in that house. One being that he opened his wardrobe and saw the ghost of an older lady with a sinister smile looking at him. I've had multiple spooky things happen in my life, but that time just had a bad energy about it. Until the end where my family saved me. On a totally non-paranormal note, I know that people move all the time and move countries and move houses and whatever, but what a jump to be going from the north of England to Dallas, Texas. And obviously it doesn't sound like it was the perfect experience, you know, but what an amazing experience to have as a teenager. It must have been such a culture shock to go from north of England to America. But just amazing. I wonder then if your series of dreams, those same dreams about that boy sitting on the TV in your bathroom doorway staring at you, I wonder if they related to the haunted energy, I suppose, of the room. And then hearing footsteps and all of that stuff. And I imagine it was probably just your dad trying to like protect you from being really freaked. Do you know what I mean? When he was like, yes, that, that was definitely me last night walking around, checking up on you to make sure you're asleep or whatever. I guess he was just trying to be like, I don't want my daughter to be really freaked out in this house. So I'm just going to tell her it was me. And I know you said kind of later in the story that your dad later was like, yeah, it was definitely not me. It was that house was creepy as shit. I wonder at the time were your dad and your stepmother having those experiences or having similar experiences or those kind of feelings and didn't want to kind of make it a bigger thing. I absolutely love that 10 years later, the first thing a psychic says to you is, you were right, that room was haunted. That night that you woke up feeling that everything was at peace, it was all your ancestors being there looking after you. I mean, how good is that to know that your ancestors are going to be there? In a psychic pinch, they'll be there. It's like having a load of guardian angels looking after you. And as for the ghost of the older lady with a sinister looking smile, absolutely not. No thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And story number two comes from Kristen. I have too many stories, experiences and dreams to tell all in one email. So I'm sure you'll hear from me again. But in the last show I listened to, I heard you mention wanting to do a US ghost tour and see the Stanley Hotel. I had been sitting on the fence, but when you mentioned that, I had just had to share my personal experiences. I'm an empath and I've had ghost encounters and unexplained things happen ever since I can remember. Back in 2010, my partner, her brother and I lived in Greeley, Colorado at the time. So it was a short drive for us and we vowed to go during Halloween as this very famous hotel sat on a mountainside of limestone and quartz crystal and was a known hotspot of paranormal activity. That Halloween we managed to pull into the parking lot just before the sun was starting to set. In the horizon, baked in golden pink and crimson, I could just make out the stern immensity of the hotel looming before us and the shadow of the surrounding buildings on the grounds around us. I was struck all at once in both awe and apprehension that this hotel truly was all on its own, at the top of a mountainside, in which to exit there was only one twisty and turning downhill steep switchback. For reference, you would be stranded there during a snowstorm, as the road would become too dangerous and impassable to drive. That evening, as we slowly moved away from the car to look around the grounds, We had been soaking in the crisp atmosphere of the fiery sunset and gazing at nothing in particular when I suddenly felt a jolt of excitement. A string of piano music was drifting my way from the large, long building on my right. I asked if anyone else had heard it, but it had just been me. I found out later that this was the ballroom. It was empty and dark when I peered into the windows. When we decided to go inside, we were looking around at the lobby and picked up on part of a ghost tour, which had moved into the billiard room. This room had a large mantle and fireplace on one of the long walls and opposite that was a huge mirror. The guide was telling us how there used to be four wooden swastikas carved into each corner of the mantle that had been placed there upon the hotel's commission, which used to be a positive Native American symbol for friendship and it also used to mean good luck and prosperity. Ironically, as World War II has unfortunately given the symbol a negative connotation. She explained that they had tried to cover the symbols because of this, with the square pieces of wood which we now saw, that were strangely turned into a diamond shape over the symbols now. This was due to every time the symbol was covered completely, the spirits could not understand this, and would pop the wooden cover pieces off completely. The diamond was the compromise, covered but still showing. I turned around and had my back to the mantle now and was gazing at a large wall-length, almost ceiling-length mirror. I wasn't looking at anything in particular. When I noticed in the mirror, a shadow suddenly moved and walked around in the reflection of the room. 
I quickly turned and saw no one where I had been looking and saw the movement. To this day I have a hard time staring into mirrors, especially in the dark. I believe that they could be ways to glimpse into the other side, maybe even a portal. There was a time my partner had been sized up by a spirit, staring at her, staring at him, standing behind her in the bathroom mirror once at my parents' house. The billiard room felt very heavy, and I felt like we weren't very welcome. It was then that the guide said, being as this was once a gentleman-only room, women in particular feel many strange things, were pinched, shoved, had horrible things said to them, and a feeling of being unwelcome. I smelled cigar smoke and felt a shiver down my neck, like a trickle of icy water had run down the back of my shirt. We all went out and sat in front of the fire in the hearth for a few hours before leaving to drive home, but vowing someday to return and book a room and a ghost tour that goes into the servants' quarters below the hotel. I don't know if they still offer this tour, but I'd imagine you would want to book a few years ahead of time to get in on Halloween night. I heard that a toy ball bouncing on the stairs and children laughing are just some of the things witnessed in this hotel. Let's just say... You know it's haunted when Stephen King gets spooked and inspired to write The Shining after staying here. Here are a few other haunted experiences from Colorado that I thought I would add. In the city of Thornton there is a road called Riverdale that is supposed to be an area that had lots of satanic rituals and occult associated activity. There is urban legend of a jogger who had been killed on that road and sometimes cars can feel an impact like they struck a person on the road but no one is there. There is a legend about a lady in white who hitchhikes for a ride and if you stop for her she disappears. The area was extremely dark, no lights and a very heavy feeling. Dense, thick, charged energy. If you look up the area you will find accounts of bloody handprints on traffic signs and black shadow figures swinging as though hung from the trees. In the early 2000s my partner Jess and her friends were driving late at night down the road just to see if the rumours were true. She also saw figures swaying from the branches and what looked like blood dripping from the speed or street signs. My partner Jess lived in a house on East 4th Avenue in Longmont, Colorado. Jess lived in this house when she was little in the early 90s. Her mother used to have reoccurring out-of-body experiences in this house. Once her mom had tried to return to her body and found it to be occupied... This scared her to the point of having to pray for this gift to go away and never come back. Jess's brother John is three years younger than her and used to be traumatised daily with seeing spirits who weren't supposed to be there. He would push in vacant chairs at the dining room table to avoid the ghosts from sitting there. Greeley, Colorado is mostly known as a college town. It's half barren flatland mixed with stinky cows and a meat processing plant the university, shops, restaurants, apartments and houses. Its energy was sporadic, high at times and null at times, chaotic and transient. It was late fall one night. Myself, my partner and her brother all had been hearing knocking all around the walls in the living room, seeing things out of the corner of our eyes and had this feeling that we weren't alone. When I went back into the bedroom and went into the master bathroom, the feeling intensified. I believe because bathrooms hold so much energy, the water amplifies it, plus the metal of the pipes, I would think, acts like an amp for energy to manifest, as these are places of release and cleanse, not just physically, but spiritually. There was a rapid assault of tiny sharp knocking 
all around me from within the walls, against the pipes and behind the tiles in the shower stall. I didn't have sage, but I knew I had to burn what I did have on hand, or we would not sleep that night. I used the next best thing that I knew to try, poultry seasoning. My spice cabinet did not fail me as I put a hefty pile of the green fragrant blend of herbs into a small bowl and set it on fire to smoke. Armed with my culinary talisman in hand, I began to smudge the bedroom and the bathroom in poultry seasoning smoke, which does have sage. I particularly paid attention to the shower stall to avoid any scenes from Psycho from playing out later. I always have a hard time closing my eyes in the shower, even to wash my hair from growing up in a haunted house and feeling watched all the time. The poultry seasoning worked, with the intention that whatever was there and not of benevolent intentions needed to leave. The noises and the feelings of unease stopped. It is a joke to this day that aside from smelling like a chicken dinner, we did actually rid ourselves of a transient spook. That literally sounds like something from a horror comedy and I'm loving it. You can totally imagine the scene where there nobody knows what to do. Everyone's panicking. They think the house is haunted and somebody's like, isn't there something you can do? Like burn something, burn some herbs, like sage or something. They don't have any sage and they do the next best thing, which is whatever kitchen herbs that they have. You can totally see it as a scene in a comedy horror. But hey, it clearly worked for you. I've had um, a few correspondence with people about the Stanley Hotel over the years. Listeners have written in to share their experience of the Stanley Hotel and it seems to be a pretty active place. And maybe it's true. Maybe it's the limestone and the quartz. Maybe it's the psychosomatic feeling of being so alone and isolated on the side of this mountain in this hotel. But whatever it is, It seems to be pretty active. And just to say, I had absolutely no idea that the swastika was a symbol in some Native American cultures. Had no idea. I knew that the swastika was a symbol of good luck in Buddhism. Um, I, I was aware of that, but I didn't know that so many other cultures also throughout the ages have had a swastika as a sign of good luck, of prosperity, whatever it is. And in, I think it's the Navajo community... The swastika is actually called the whirling log of life. So there you go. Obviously, we're all very aware that the the symbol was then adopted by the Nazi regime and became a symbol that represented kind of incredibly horrific atrocities and just, just incredibly negative. But I just never knew that it was a version of it existed in um, Native American cultures. It does sound like your trip to the Stanley Hotel was incredibly fruitful in terms of the experiences that you had. You know, seeing a shadow in the mirror, which is very freaky. Feeling that feeling of not being welcome in that room that was a gentleman's room. It's very interesting. And we absolutely love an urban legend around here. And it sounds like Colorado has quite a few of them. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Kaylee and Kristen for sending in your stories. Remember, the last story came from February the 1st, 2023. And if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to gmail.com. You can check out the website com. And if you are desperate for some extra spooky content, you can sign up to our Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you next time. 